and their friends what's up so this is my legit podcast setup here's my problem though the problem that i'm having is i don't really know what to talk about there's so much to talk about but i don't know what to talk about with you you know because it seems like you like hearing about my personal life but who i was two years ago three years ago i hot mess i was a hot mess and i didn't stay a hot mess it's not cute it's not fun to be so mentally unstable emotionally unstable so behind the scenes did a lot of working on myself and so i'm at a point where i'm not gonna lie i'm not peaceful all the time sometimes i'm i'm a real fucking asshole but i'm not as dysfunctional as i used to be i don't i don't really get suicidal and i have moments of where i'm just like oh i'm sad or i can't really i don't really feel like doing anything but it's not i'm in bed the whole time and i can't get up and all of that i think you know my beliefs on how your emotional state manifests into physical illnesses when it comes to my particular situation with a bipolar i think it really flared up whenever i was living a life that was not aligned to my true self and now instead of seeing it as a curse i use myself my mental state my sensitivity as like a compass as like a thermometer for okay this is how this makes me feel this is how i act when i'm under this situation when it came to starting a business right that shit was stressful it was making me really cranky and that's why i folded i was like you know i don't think i'm a businesswoman maybe i'll try again in a couple of years but right now it was really overwhelming i'm grateful for the experience but i moved on And then there was also experiencing, you know, feeling like a dead end in my life, which I'm still struggling with. I kind of feel like I'm at a dead end. I'm only 26. It can't be that dead of an end. Um, But I guess I, I struggle with not knowing where to go from here. Because in the real world, you don't just decide what you want to happen and then it happens to you. It's... It's a, it's a waiting game. You, you're, you're tested on your patience. You're tested on you know, whether this path is authentic or not. So many little tests on the way. So many little moments where it makes you want to give up. And I'm kind of at a point where I don't even know what my aspirations are. I can't... I don't really know if I have any ambition towards anything. I've tried the school route. You know, it's really expensive to go back to school I already have debt and even when you graduate from school and this is speaking from somebody who knows people with PhDs and masters yes they have that degree but they're also in so much debt and the job market is not that hot right now for academia I've known this since I was in college I saw my professors I looked up to them I was like damn I would love to be a professor and they were very honest about the political you know the other stuff that goes on in the workplace I was like no I don't think I can do that I'm not cut out for the corporate world so you know, X that start on. I am not cut out for that. I've always known I was never cut out for the corporate world. Both my parents come from the corporate world. They've told me, they're just like, you're not cut out for that shit. You're way too sensitive. 
never even, you know, that was never really in my realm of consciousness. And when it comes to, you know, self-business, working for myself, that was, that was, like I said, it was a good experience. There's a lot of work that comes into it. Oh my gosh, my cats are making noise and I apologize. There's a lot of, you need, you need a lot of capital in order to make you know, anything in return. And even in making anything in return, it takes a while. It takes a while for anybody. And I couldn't, I can't really afford that right now. You know, I had a, a small amount of money I played around with and then those funds dried up. So I closed the business. And um, even when you're working for other clients, like your own clients, you're put in this position of more responsibility and you just kind of like, you have to people please, you know? Which is the reason why I didn't want to stay in the workplace. So I'm kind of back at square one, still working that job. I'm still going to work with students because I do, I do enjoy working with students. I have a really, really hard time when parents push back on the work that we're doing that we're doing at work or like ma being made to feel unappreciated i have a really hard time with feeling underappreciated you know this is i felt this in my serving job and i feel this in my um my teaching jobs because at the end of the day what am i doing with my time that i'm never going to get back i'm sitting here and i'm trying to do the best that i can and to be underappreciated to be to feel like they are entitled to everything of me just because they pay me a lowly wage, it shit drives me crazy. And you know, you, you think about teachers that you've known in the past who were kind of bitter, bitchy assholes. And come on, like they had to deal with a lot of stuff and they weren't getting paid for it. We can't expect everybody who goes into the education system to have a martyr complex. You know, I don't have a martyr complex anymore. I, I, I'm in it for myself, like, good luck to everybody, but I can barely take care of myself, I can't help you, um, which, you know, oh my god, my cats are driving me fucking crazy, why do they do this, and this mic picks up on every single sound, so anyways, that's kind of where I'm at with my life, and that's probably the most, what, do you hear him? Does he want to come in here? What is he going to do when he comes up here? He's just going to jump on the desk. Anyways. Yeah, other than that, I don't know. I guess I can't... I don't really know. I've been... I've been kind of distant from friends. I feel like I've been... I'm not... I don't... I'm not very good at keeping friends. And it's weird because I'll befriend people who are similarly... Who have a hard time keeping friends too. We just fall into just kind of unpredictable people, you know. But I'm I'm okay with that. I used to struggle a lot with loneliness. I live with, I consider my partner my best friend. We we started off as best friends, so I feel like that's kind of where my social life has definitely dwindled down a lot. Because even before before the situation we're in now, I would spend a lot of time with him, you know. And then I had other partners, but I would like prefer to spend time with him. So then when we eventually got together, he's like everything. And you know, we're not like rosy all the time. 
sometimes when we get into fights, we're like so mean to each other. But at the end of the day, he's my best friend and I love him so much. And so that's why I don't really have, I feel like I don't really socialize much. And socializing take, takes so much out of me. It is really hard to socialize. And I know I'm not the only one who feels that way. Like half the time, I'm just like, I feel like I'm being fake. And the other half of the time, I feel like they're being fake. <laughs> so, misery loves company. I don't really know. Sobriety has a lot to do with it too, when you're sober. It's not a whole lot of things to do. Or if it is, it's like a lot of family-friendly stuff. I guess I could go rock climb. I just don't like going... I don't like doing things by myself like that either. Because... I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of like an open invitation to be like... Harassed. So, I don't... I just don't... I don't know. So, that's why... That's why I'm here talking to you. <laughs> and I hope you have a good rest of your day. Or night. Whatever it may be. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye.